Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Saturday gang, and of course, welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And we start today with the fallout from the racist abuse suffered by England players in their World Cup qualifier against Hungary on Thursday night. Kick It Out CEO Tony Burnett joined Wyatt and Jordan yesterday on TalkSport and called for FIFA to do more. And my Drive Time co-host Darren Bent reflected on the racist abuse he suffered when playing for England and praised the team for how they reacted. I do not, not understand how some of these things are, are allowed to happen. We had the same conversation about the, the Euro final when our three young men missed those penalties. We knew what was going to follow. We knew the social media organisations weren't taking it seriously enough to do the things they needed to do. And unfortunately, this is the same, same instance again, but with FIFA this time. They, they know exactly what's going to happen, but they haven't got the will, intent or desire to put the things in place that will prevent it. And, and it's, it's, it's the, the blame for me on this one lies squarely with FIFA. Not doing enough uh, and, and just, just empty platitudes, as always. It's the minority, but the minority are being allowed to perpetrate behaviours the rest of us find abhorrent, and that should never, never happen. So if they can't sort their act out, they should be banned until they can. It's really that simple, because otherwise we're putting players at risk. If countries cannot guarantee the safety of players and supporters. If they cannot guarantee their supporters are not going to behave in this way, then they shouldn't they should either not be allowed to hold international games or they should not be allowed to have spectators in the stadium. It's that simple. Do you know what? And it sounds kind of strange is that it's almost the norm. You felt like going to them Eastern European countries, like, mm-hmm. you, know, you know what you're going to get. So we go there and we know what's going to happen before we even take to the pitch. Do you know what I mean? You could tell by the hostile environment that you're in. And so when you get on the pitch, you're just like, well, you know what? We need to concentrate on doing the job at hand, which is winning the game, which we did. Like, under the 90s and 80s, I think we went to Lithuania and they threw bananas at us. I think it was me, Colton Cole, and I think it was Glenn Johnson or Justin Hoy. I can never remember who the other one was, but I just remember it happening. We're walking out for the warm-up and bananas getting thrown wow. down on our shirt. This was for the warm-up before the game even started. Yeah. And I remember us telling the manager at the time, but unfortunately it was a time where... Who was the manager? It was Peter Taylor. But it was a time where we, set, we mentioned it, but nothing really ever got done. Do you know what I mean? Like, obviously... Listen, we're still a long way off where we should be, mm-hmm. but more is getting done now than it was back then. I was immensely proud in terms of the players on the pitch because you could see, you could see again, you have to give credit to Gareth Southgate that he's kind of put that self, not even self-belief, that kind of togetherness within the, the group because certainly when I was in England squads, there wasn't that. It wasn't that together like they are now. Mm-hmm. You see Raheem Sterling scoring his goal. You see Declan Rice and, and Jack Grealish, these guys mocking the Hungarian fans, just trying to send a message to them that you're not going to affect us and I think that was the kind of the big message is that 
maybe for before it might have been you might have left I don't know maybe the, the black players on their own to go to deal with that because of their throwing missiles you, and stuff do you think that would have been the case I don't know if it would have been the case but it, I don't think it's ever been as together now Cristiano Ronaldo is back I can't believe it later today TalkSport will bring you a very special documentary called Ronaldo Returning Hero written in italics TalkSport reporter and Manchester United fan Alex Crookie Crook tells the incredible story of one of the greatest players of all time as he prepares to rejoin the Red Devils. You'll hear from Jose Mourinho, Sir Alex Ferguson, Wes Brown and many more. That's Ronaldo, returning hero on TalkSport today at 5pm. You do not want to miss this one. Yeah. And you say Shaw City... City, coming home again. United attack that end of the ground. The ball played in, and it's in. Manchester United, inevitably, with Cristiano Ronaldo, have scored first. I remember when he first started playing, he wasn't the Cristiano that you see, you know, today or five years ago. Cristiano was my biggest inspiration in in football, mentally, mentally, and uh, and and trying to to keep the level and being improving all the time. And if history is your script. Should only be one winner now. It's Rooney. That's Ronaldo! Sensational turnaround! Cristiano has got a, a very good legacy at Manchester United, and I know how proud he is as a, as a player. Critics motivate him. I think he feels um, if people criticize me, it's because I am who I am. Maybe someone's uh, don't like me, but because I'm, maybe I'm too good. I just think it would be unbelievable for Ronaldo to finish his career at Manchester United. He would make that squad stronger. The club delighted to confirm the club has reached agreement with Juventus for the transfer of Cristiano Ronaldo. The deal is done. Coming home again. Now, who would you rather have playing in a major final for your club? Ronaldo, who scored 22 goals in cup finals, or Harry Kane, who scored... One, two, who's that? None. Pretty easy answer. Well, not for former Aston Villa striker Gabby Agbonlahor. He joined Jamie O'Hara and Trevor Sinclair on breakfast and backed Harry Kane over Ronaldo in the final. Is he the best striker in the world? Is he right up there? I think he is, yeah. I think um, because of what's happened in the summer, Ronaldo coming to the Premier League and Lukaku, I think we forget about Harry Kane. Mm. His goal record in the Premier League, his performances last season, dropping off, his assists, his goals... I mean, if there's anyone in the Premier League that you want a chance to fall to, it's Harry Kane, isn't it? I've never seen someone finish like him um, recently. Who would you have in a final? In a cup final, would you have Harry Kane or Ronaldo? I'm having Harry Kane. Are you? Yeah, I'm having Harry Kane. So to to finish, finish, if you're looking at finishing, there's no one better than Harry Kane. I mean, whenever he gets that ball, mate, and you you back him, you back him to Ronaldo. You're in, a one yeah. off, in a one-off game. I think that's it's, yeah, it's a tough I, one, isn't it? You know what? Ronaldo, because of his history, you know, he scored big goals, hasn't he, in big games. So I understand Ronaldo there. But I'm just going off, like, watching Harry Kane in the flesh, playing against him, watching yeah. him last season. His finishing is a joke. The EFL show returned on TalkSport yesterday evening and Dan Windle was joined by Millwall midfielder Jed Wallace. He spoke about the season so far and reveals the most difficult defender he's ever come up against. Naturally, when you finish, I think, 8th and 11th for the last two seasons, f- for me, there's there's the obvious two, West Brom and Fulham, that are, are outstanding. Uh, and then there's a chasing pack with 
Stoke, uh, a couple of dark horses in there, probably in Birmingham and Coventry, uh, QPR, ourselves, probably four or five teams that would look to get into that top six. Uh, Sheffield United, I'm sure, will come strong. So it's wide open this season, um, probably more than most, because like you say, you probably really had Fulham that have massively spent loads of money. Mm. Uh, and so it's probably budget-wise and players that have come in, it's very, very close this season. Um, and something like set plays, uh, how many penalties you get, how many clean sheets you get can make all the difference. And at the moment, we're not doing what we've done notoriously well over the last two seasons, and that's keep clean sheets. Uh, and that's not me blaming the defence because I'm stood up front. That's, that's everyone. Uh, it's from the front. We need to find a way to defend better um, and, and be that resilient mural team that we have been the last couple of seasons. I naturally, I want to stay away from people. Uh, and obviously this season, I mean, Dickie for me, outstanding. Um, unique in the, in the way that he plays, the way he steps in with the ball. Oh, he's got four goals already unbelievable um, probably the best centre half performance I've seen since we played uh, Leeds and Ben White played at the Den he was outstanding that day and Rob Dickey against us the lads come off and we were a little bit wowed by him to be honest he was outstanding so I think QPR if they don't go up this season will certainly struggle to keep hold of him moving forward now the Women's Super League kicks off this weekend and TalkSport will have live coverage throughout the season. There will be live commentary of Arsenal women against Chelsea women tomorrow on TalkSport. That one kicks off at half past 12. And there's live commentary of Everton women against Man City women today at half past one, also on TalkSport. Ahead of that match, TalkSport's Flo Lloyd-Hughes has been speaking to Everton striker Tony Duggan. So happy to be home. So happy to be back at Everton as well, um... Yeah, it's just a nice feeling. I mean, I spent four years over in Spain trying to learn the language. But yeah, it's just nice to come home, sit around the table, speak English, not have to overthink too much. Um, yeah, I'm back back playing English football, so it's nice. Yeah, and obviously you're back you know, close to your family again. Was that a big driver for, for moving to Everton? Oh, massive. I think if you look how much the world's changed in the past year and how much it's been affected, I was certainly one of them that struggled with it as well. You know, being over in Spain and people not being able to come over and visit was really difficult for me. So I knew straight away I wanted to come home. I wanted to be closer to family. I miss them all so much, especially after games, you know, going home to an empty house is really difficult. So, yeah, I mean, I'm so happy now that I can be back. My granddad, my mum, my boyfriend, they can all come to the games now. So, yeah, really happy. And we finished the podcast with some drive action. Yesterday, I was joined by the former Spurs and Aston Villa striker, Darren Ben. I say joined, I mean he's my co-host. We gave our top five captains, not the captains you'd expect. Yeah, I've chosen Captain Birdseye. What is this? Fish fingers. Captain Birdseye, yeah. Fish fingers. I'll cure up the one of my favourite adverts. This was an advert? Yeah. What do you think it was? A TV series? Part of a film or something? No. Captain Birdseye. Played by John Hewer between 1967 and 1998. He's 86 years old now. What are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? Captain gives orders on the ship. The captain of the ship has given orders. My ship makes me captain. They be my charts. That makes you sharper. Top five favourite captains, one of the best top fives we've ever done. <laughs> Who's that? Captain Jack Sparrow. Oh, right, okay. Played by Johnny Depp. You know, I've never seen those films. Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl, 2003. 
is my, one are of my favourite. Are they good movies? They are good movies. Mm, the first three are, are good. How many are there? I think there's four or five. Do you know what he bases his, his appearance on? Do you know what he's... A pirate? No. Uh, one of them from um, the Rolling Stones. Fantastic. Keith Richards. Oh, nice. That's who it's based on. Cliff Richards, I like it. Cliff Richards. <laughs> Well, that's it for another podcasty thing. Thanks for listening on the Talks Apple, wherever you get your podcasts from. A reminder, there's live commentary of Everton against City in the Women's Super League today at half past one on TalkSport. And tomorrow, England, of course, are back in action in the World Cup qualifiers. They host Andorra live on TalkSport. That one's at 5pm. I'm back on my show, one of them, Andy Goldstein Sports Bar, on Monday night. Yeah, Monday night at 10pm, alongside the Moonface and duck lover, Jason Cundy. Obviously, there'll be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport daily podcasts out first thing in the morning. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a great day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.